Well, what do you know? You survived 2018. Good for you. Well fucking done. You cleaned your room, you conquered your inner bitch, and you didn't let your memes be dreams. You survived the Tide Pods, the KFC chicken shortage, the SoundCloud rappers, and the sex robots. You raised two fingers to the vegan communists, to the insta-thoughts, the lad bible hacks, and the male feminists. But 2019's here now, with its own set of terrifying danger lurking at every turn. You better not try and go it alone this time. You'll be needing protection. That's right. You'll be needing coffee and memes. That's right, people. We are all up in this bitch. It's 2019, the Chinese year of the lobsters. Coffee and memes is back on Threshold.fm, on YouTube, all around the world, all across the flat globe. We fucking out here. Lobsters, lobsters, lobsters. That's right. You're tuned, you're locked, you're live. 16 in the clip and one in the hole. It's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Yes, indeed. It is the 3rd of January, 2019. Hoo-wee! Yep, you're damn right. It's the first uh, episode from the new studio. It's uh, the first uh, the first episode of the year. Snips is here. Don't you worry about him. He's absolutely fine. I've been taking good care of him. You know, we feed him on a diet of uh, high fructose corn syrup, crushed up pingers, and... Um, Use use Tampax. He recycles them. He's very he's very uh, eco conscious. Snips. Uh, he's always been focused on uh, the environmental aspect of the show, the sustainability and uh, lobsters. Yeah, you're damn right. It's nice to be back. I mean, it was nice to have time off. Don't get me wrong. You know, to recoup, to recover, to relax, to uh, just ruminate really on a rather ridiculous year. From the Tide Podders to the KFC chicken shortage to my mid-year nervous breakdown, you know, all of it. It was nice to reflect. But I did miss doing the show every morning. I was desperate to get back to it. But I had to move studios. Now we're in sunny Peckham, Peckham Springs. And it's going well. The new studio looks nice. It sounds nice. It will sound even better in a couple of days after I finish off the acoustic treatment and get the sofa in here. Ooh! Uh, if we if the camera was to pan back significantly, I've got a nice long table in the middle now for for the podcasts, for the discussions with people at the back behind the camera, full DJ setup, turntables, CDJs, tractor, what are they call D D2s, fucking it's just it's all in here. It's 2019. It's it's the best year of human existence ever. Absolutely fine by me. And I've got a bloody bag full of shoe throwers like you ain't never done heard. <whistles> Hoo-wee! Uh, yeah, some good bits in here. Got a Pinger by Bad District. You fucking know that's getting dropped. Uh, Blue Lagoon by uh, T.I. and Current Value off uh, some new um, souped-up uh, compilation EP type type affair. Drum bit of drum sound, bass line Smith, in it. Nah, 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 main New upbeats. That last prolix bit. Drop bombs. Uh, swindle ground. Don't know which way around that's. Uh, that's swindle by ground. Ground swindle. Swindle ground. Uh, volatile cycle. 
Akov, uh, Black Owls, they've spelt black with a four. Must be a fun, isn't it? Very neurofunk. We're just out here, man. We just, we, you, you know, we had to do it to them. We got, I've got a whole, all manner of, um, oh, all manner of madness. Uh, the Metro is delivered. Lad Bible is delivered. Um, and also, people posting good news, good stuff in the Lobster Crew group. Um, uh, some brief friction in the amongst the lobsters over the uh, festive period, but that's that's died down now. Everyone's friends again. That's fine. No need to worry there. Um, you know, I had to dish out a few slippers to the body, but that's uh, you know we're all, we're all we're all okay now. Um, so look, let's get into this shoe. Throw. I've also got my mum. She's going to be rounding up uh, her what she thought of two, 2018's drum and bass output. Uh, I'll tell you now, she wasn't impressed. Uh, and also a clip of uh, how I spent my Christmas. So look, we're just getting, let's just get into shit. All right, let's just get into shit. Right, there's this new current value bit. You know, it, it, it's always a good way to wipe away the cobwebs with a little bit of CV, you know, a little bit of CV. So come on, look, this is called Isotropy. It's, um, yeah, it's, you've you seen what he's doing now. He's lulling people into a false sense of security with his dreamy, dreamy pad work. Oh, lovely. This is going to be a new liquid rolling anthem. Don't be fooled. Day, wasn't it? Woo! Listen, Happy New Year to everyone in the chat. Happy New Year to Hugh, to Oliver, to Chode, to Dab, to Real Akeem, to Monkey Z, to Will, to Flux. Uh, oh, well, let me scroll up. Come on. Stop messing around. Dante, Tom Cam, Michael Bolton, Chode. They're all in there. All decent, honest, God fearing folks. Just out for a better way of life. Out for a better quality of 2019. Better quality of current value intro. You can't argue that he's not delivering. Yeah, that's Isotropy by Current Value. It's doing the business out here, baby girls and baby boys. Woo wee. Yeah, that's nice. That's naughty. That is a good. That's a good bit to start off off the year with, really, isn't it? That is going to clear any excess hangover, excess come down. 
They'll keep the Roll Through Creek going for another couple of hours until you can call your man. Oh, Nick Clegg's about. Hey, look, shall we find out what my mum thought of uh, drum and bass in uh, 2018? I'm telling you now, she won't impressed. 2018 has been the worst year for D&B. Do better. Too many Tesco value mephius wannabes. Yes, you've pitched up your snare drum. Well done. Oh, great. Neurofunk by numbers. Next. Andy C, best DJ. Why do all neurofunk producers have names like IKEA Furniture? Sounds like you're getting your serum presets from the pound shop, mate. Yeah, 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 the unglued remix. Next. Friction should have won best newcomer. I don't even know what a prolix is. More like Wax Sun Empire, am I right? It's like these new kids are too scared to double drop the nine. The breaker GP was tight, to be fair. Jump up, ooh. She's not messing around. She doesn't pull her punches. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't take prisoners. Uh, she uh, she don't fuck about. Basically, our ma'am. Uh, she's uh, she says what she thinks. She means what she says, and uh, she'll fight anyone. Quite honestly, if you want to, if 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 you want to tussle, pub car park, in, in out the back of the Aldi behind the bins. She's she's ready to go. She's ready to get it done. She's ready to to knuckle up to go toe to toe. She'll um she'll fight anyone. She's da- she's a menace to be honest. She's dangerous. Uh, she's out of control. Uh, she um I've had enough of her. I want a new one. Uh, and look, here's how we spent our uh, Christmas. Yeah, see if this is. Do you think this is any different? I've got a proper job. Run a radio station. But, yeah, but, but but that kind of pound shop Joe Rogan podcasting malarkey. Yeah. That's a real job now, it's 2018. But it's not the BBC, is it? No, it's on the internet. It's not proper. You know, will it last? I hope so. Well, can you still be doing it when you're 50? I hope so. I mean, don't get me wrong, I am proud of you. I think you've done very well, right. in a way. It's a bit sort of messing around in your bedroom in your pants, really, isn't it? I'd rather be double dropping the nine. What does that even mean? See, this is the sort of stuff I have to put up with. Uh, I used to be on a daily basis. Uh, now it's, it's it's sort of bi-weekly, you know, when I go to visit, you know, to um, help do the shopping, that sort of thing. But uh, I, I, I can't continue to tolerate it. <laughs> God bless her. Love you, Mum. Uh, thank you for your continued support. Against all the odds. Um, right, what else have we got? Look, why don't we play this? Uh, oh, no, look, come on, let's get into the news. Come on, we're, we're bloody 20 minutes into the show. I'm just wittering on. Um, let's uh, find out what sort of madness we've got. Mum! Emitted gas so poisonous it's banned by the Geneva Convention. See, look, mums are out of control. Mums are... They're, they're trouble. They're, they're a problem. They're an issue. They need to be banned. Come on, it's 2019. Let's ban mums. They're problematic. Uh, they're oppressive. And I've, I, for one, won't stand for it. Uh, a mother was at risk of breaching the Geneva Convention and forced the evacuation of part of her street after su- suffering gas problems in her bathroom. Richard Hartley Parkinson reports, reports, reports uh, with an innuendo-laden uh, article for the Metro. Uh, D- uh, Dominique Heath realised something was seriously wrong when she felt a burning sensation in her nose and throat after unleashing the cloud of poisonous gas. So he's still still going with the fart innuendos. Uh, two paragraphs in. Got a nice one, uh, Hartley Parkinson. Uh, when she explained what had happened, a 999 operator told her to evacuate immediately. Um, there are a lot of pictures here of Dominique. Uh, they've had a professional photographer in, and they've got her on the sofa, and it does look a little bit like that sofa. You know the one I'm talking about, lads. Um, Dominique explained that the problem started when her toilet became blocked. The mother of three mixed three litres of bleach cleaner with another fluid and put it down the loo after it was clogged by her children putting a toy down it and too much toilet roll. 
She was unable to clear the fumes, so called for help from the fire brigade and was told to leave the house in Somerset immediately. Firefighters then cordoned off part of the street and put on gas masks so they could enter the house. Uh, Once inside, they found that it was full of deadly chlorine gas, so poisonous that (laughs) that it's used as a weapon of war and is outlawed by the Geneva Convention. Mum! What is wrong with you? You can't just... I can't be breach, out there breaching the Geneva Convention. Christ on a bike. Dominique shared her story online as a warning to others. Um, I have... I've, I've never experienced fumes like it, she said. My throat nice for it burned in that lake. Now, she and her family didn't get back to bed and sleep until 5am the following morning. Now, imagine if you're in school the next day. Bloody falling asleep during assembly or something. Teacher singles you out. Oi, Rankin, why are you so tired? What's wrong with you? Did you not get any sleep last night? No, I'm afraid my mum accidentally made a chemical weapon, thus breaching the Geneva Convention, and we were forced to stay awake until 5am. Cheers, mum. Uh, who's your mum? Assad, Putin, Chemical Alley. I could go on. Um... Posting her story on Facebook, Dominique admitted feeling embarrassed by breaching the Geneva Convention. Yeah, send her to The Hague. Come on, do her for war crimes. Try <laughs> after. Be guys, wouldn't you? Uh, at least put her on a terror watch list, don't you think? Uh, never, never have I seen so many firemen in my life. Like, I'm so embarrassed that that lady whole street got caught enough and red tape and that. I was hiding in my house all day and at the hope the donor send us to the Hague and try us for war crimes are out. It was really serious, she added. We're all okay, uh, but it's the dumbest thing I've ever done. That's good. At least she doesn't say, like, oh, it was probably one of the dumbest things I've ever done. Like that dark guy that had the gender reveal party where he shot some explosives and ended up causing a forest fire that needed, like, 40 million quids worth of damage repaired. And he's like, yeah, it's probably one of the worst days of my life. Probably. Okay, it's the dumbest thing she's ever done. Yeah, that's not bad. I think it's going to be you're going to be hard pushed to um, do anything more stupid than that. No less than seven pictures uh, of her with a lot of makeup on, quite a sort of booby outfit. Fine, you know that's a cross as well, just to offset it, I guess. Um, I do feel like she's perhaps trying to garner some sort of minor celebrity status out of this. Like maybe she's going to be on Celeb Big Brother or something as like what they're going to call a chemical Dominique. Um. Yeah, and uh, oh, who next on Celebrity Blind Date? It's Dominique Chemical Weapons Heath. Ah, well, best of luck to her. God bless her. Hope, uh, hope she has a nice uh, 2019 and uh, doesn't accidentally create mustard gas while trying to do the washing up or something. God bless her. Right, let's have this upbeat uh, bit. It's called Overstepper. It's a nice bit of gear. Uh, I think you'd be into it. The time is 22 minutes past 10. You're listening to Threshold FM. Oh, a uh, brief reminder, you can now get the Threshold iPhone app. Uh, which is great, and Android app. So, you know, if you're on iPhone or you're on Android, just go to your relevant app store, type in threshold.fm or threshold.fm, and that shit will come right up, and you can just listen. Oh, what ease of listening. Thank you. 
Because Upbeat's so hard right now. Oh. My favorite techno band ever. Humphreys comes in late. Overstepper, the upbeats. Oof! Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, liberals. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Britain set to scrap changing in the clocks after EU rule change despite Brexit. We're going to go on to one single time. I think we should, not just in Europe, I think we should have one single time all around the world. And, like, you know, just obviously, I think it should be Greenwich Mean Time because that's most convenient for me. So, Australia, I'm afraid your days are dark and your nights are. Uh, your nights are going to be pretty bright. Uh, you're just going to have to get used to it. Anyway, there's, there's literally no banter to be had out of that story apart from uh, that that just happened there. Whether or not you want to define it as banter, that's up to you. It really, I'm not telling you what to think. Um, a lot of, um, in fact, almost all of the articles that I uh, have today begin headlines begin with the word woman. Uh, woman who uses asparagus to predict the future outlines life in 2019. <clears throat> I appreciate it's the beginning of the new year, but there are quite a lot of uh, future predicting sort of uh, madness going on. I mean, there was a lot at the end of last year. Obviously, our our friend uh, Baba Vanga, she's just out, uh, you know, slinging dick from from beyond the grave, just getting it done. Uh, But we have uh, uh, fucking Richard Hartley Parkinson again, two in a row already. Jesus. Um, A fortune teller who predicted Brexit using asparagus has revealed her tips for 2019. Uh, Jemima Packington, 63. She looks every bit the part. Well, she looks like a sort of posh fortune teller. She's like a sort of middle class, sort of a liberal arts teacher of some kind. Um, uh, big sausage fingers. Uh, yeah, bless her. She looks like a sweetheart. Uh, 63 is the world's only asparamancer and claims she can peer into the future by tossing the veg in the air and interpreting how the spears land. Why the fuck not? <laughs> you got to make a pound note, haven't you? you got to have a side hustle. <laughs> it might as well be throwing asparagus in the air and then looking at it on the ground and go, uh, a celeb called Justin's going to die. Like, yeah, it's just, uh, fuck it. Like, uh, no, Brexit will be okay. Yeah, <laughs> you might as well. Queen uh, uh, going to die. Uh, she predicts that in 2019, uh, we will see extreme temperatures and it will become the norm and a well-known British business will fold. Mm. <laughs> Bit late on that. Um, she also says that despite a global recession, fears over the impact Brexit will have on the British economy is largely unfounded. <laughs> Good news. Uh, Jemima believes that... Oh, let's just get into her predictions. Um, Jesus, there she is. She, I don't know. I'll get her up on the screen. God bless her. Um, again, more more professionally taken photos than perhaps I think this story needs. But, you know, it's 2019. They're looking to pad stuff out a bit, aren't they? Uh, where is she? Big J. Big Jemima. Woo! Didn't crop that very well, did I? Never mind, eh? Uh, you'll let me off. We're all friends here, aren't we? Probably. Some of us, I guess. Acquaintances. Co-workers, in a way. Uh, right, there she is. Um... Okay, predict Jemima's, uh, Big J's prediction uh, for 2019. Ah, one, fears over Brexit, largely unfounded. Good news, cool. Lobsters. Uh, Trade war between China and the US will end, uh, but there'll be a recession in the US that will affect the world. Amazing what you can get out of some 
<laughs> asparagus dashed on the ground. Uh, exciting new technology will be launched. Fucking anyone can predict that. What you re- like? What sort of a prediction is that? Like, what do you think are the chances that we'll get to the end of the year and no exciting technology has been announced throughout the entire entire 2019? Get there. It's like right. So, um, got anything? Uh, well, there's that new iPhone, but it's just it's just a sort of it's an S version of the. Not, it's, they say it's got longer battery life. It hasn't. Oh, um, nothing at all. Um, you know, you can record stuff off the telly on, onto a hard drive. We've had that for ages. Um, driverless cars, they, they've, they've been a thing. They're like, they're, they, are they, can you get them properly yet? No. Nothing. Not a single bit of exciting new technology. Uh, number four, England's women's football team will win the World Cup in France. Decent. Nice work, girls. Uh, number five, TV's Big Brother will return to our screens. <laughs> I want to see the prediction process. Like, okay, so she's got she's got a handful of asparagus, and is she like giving it, looking for yes or no answers out of it? She's got a lot like, oh, um, uh, will Big Brother return to the screens? Huh. Uh, yes, yes, it will. Fantastic news. But I mean, it's it's been on like Big Brother. It's just been on like some shitty TV station that no one watches, and, and then they're, well, they're going to get rid of it. But it'll be back already. <sighs> Uh, number six, extremes of temperature will become the norm. Cool. Fine. Okay. Uh, seven, a US romantic musical, A Star is Born, will win an Oscar. Oh, well. Um, nice work, Gaga. Uh, number nine, England's crit- cricketers and rugby team will enjoy success. You've got to define success there, Jemima, you see. I mean, success in what? Uh, so have some successful training sessions. Will they win trophies and medals and cups? Uh, will they have a successful charity fundraiser for um, Donkey Sanctuary? You have to be more specific with your predictions, Jemima. You've got to be more pre- uh, more specific. Number 10, asparagus will see an all-time high in sales. Oh, here we go. Now it all makes sense, isn't it? This is She's just shilling for asparagus. Out there, just shilling for the asparagus companies. Uh, the, she's in the pay of big asparagus <laughs> it's just like you go to asparagus hq and there's just this giant asparagus it's like buy more asparagus how can we push the good word of asparagus all this asparagus coming from peru no good don't want must have British asparagus. I don't know what his accent is. Don't don't ask me. Lobsters. Don't at me. Well, how can we do it? I know. Let's say asparagus predict future. Excellent idea. Jemima, this will be your project. Go to the metro. Seek out the one they call Richard Hartley Parkinson. He'll believe any old shit. Then that wanker with the moustache will read it out on Coffee and Memes, and at least 17 people listen to that, some of which even live. The lobsters will be all over this shit. Lobsters. Ah. Christ. Uh, that, anyway, that's my suspicion. Uh, anything? Um, oh, uh, incredible. Wait, oh, hold on a second. Incredibly, 10 of Jemima's 13 predictions came true for 2018, including foreseeing Donald Trump's summit with the North Korea dictator Kim Jong un. Uh, she correctly predicted the price crack- crash of Bitcoin. Wow. And the revival of books in the face of modern gadgets. Wow. Um, I wonder whether or not she could predict whether or not the show's going to be a success over 2019 or if I'm just going to crash and burn. Be nice to know, wouldn't it? Be nice to know so you can sort of plan accordingly. Uh, she said, I am able to interpret the patterns left by the asparagus. When I cast the asparagus, it creates patterns, and it is the patterns to which I interpret. I am usually about 75 to 95% accurate with my predictions, and 2018, 77% factual asparagus accuracy. Uh, I go through my predictions each year and think, yep, that's happened, yep, that's happened, yep, 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 buy more asparagus. Hmm. They're wishy-washy predictions, though. Like, I reckon I might come up with my own uh, set of predictions for nine, 2019. Some, like, involve, like, I'll just lob Wesley Snips at a wall, and depending on how he lands, I'll go, yep, no, Bitcoin's going to go up. Yep. Ah, a royal is going to die. Ah, 
Ah, coffee and memes will be voted best thing ever in the world by um, more than seven people. You know, why not? Okay, oh God, there's a whole long... Anyway, I think I spent too much time on uh, old Jemima. Let's get her off the screen at least for a start. She's kind of freaking me out, actually. She's kind of making me feel weird. Uh, Right, look, there's a little number from last year. A little lad, might have heard of him. Uh, Cute, cute kid. Cute, uh, bounding baby boy. Big-eared, bounding baby boy. Beautiful, big-eared, bounding baby boy. They call him Prolex. Uh, And this is track, uh, it's called Drop Bombs. His pro-war neoliberal anthem, Drop Bombs. Uh, Prodix's predictions are more drone strikes for 2019. Fingers crossed. God, hey, what a bastard. is a banger I don't think anyone would disagree with that I mean some people would. some people have always got to take the contrarian position haven't they always got to be different always got to take the opposing side even when they don't necessarily agree with it Thanks to everyone who bought a uh, double drop in the nine mug. They are all gone now. All gone. No more come. All gone. Uh, although actually I have three left for Patreon supporters who are part of the Whistles crew. That's the $25 a month or more crew. Three of you have not yet sent me your addresses. Uh, so please do. And I will send the mug forthwith. Yeah, Strap Bones by Prolix. It's on Blackout. Most things are these days. That's a great record. I'm a thorough fan of it. I will play it in my disco nightclub sets. A woman gives birth to record-breaking huge 14 pound 13 ounces baby boy. 
<laughs> it's a big boy. <laughs> he is a bounding, big-eared baby boy. And no mistake. Yikes. Oh, gosh. Wow. A mother has given birth to a record-breaking large 14-pound, 13-ounce baby boy. Uh, Jennifer Medlock's son, Ali, is the heaviest baby ever born. Uh, Arlington Memorial Hospital in Texas. He's also the largest ever welcomed by the doctor in charge of his delivery. Yeah, well, obviously, if he's the largest baby ever born... Oh, he's oh, oh, the largest ever baby ever born in the hospital. He's obviously going to be the largest baby ever born by the bastard who delivered the big, bounding, big-eared baby boy. Uh, they welcomed Ali on December the 12th and expected him to weigh in at around the £10 mark. Oh, hell no. This motherfucker had new ideas. He is almost as big as the dad, and the dad's a big boy. I mean, they're both they're, 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 they're thick around the midsection, the parents. I will say that. You know, I don't want to fat shame them. Um, there's no, you know, not shaming, just they're, they're big. They, uh, they're, they're big. Uh, but the couple, who both work as music teachers, were shocked when the doctors told them just how big Ali was. I mean, you can see how big he is. He's enormous. Jesus Christ, come on, let's get this big, big, bounding, big, blue-eyed baby boy on the screen. Oh, he's, oh, he's big. Oh, he looks quite tasty, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll take a leg. Mm. Oh, yeah. Look at, oh, he's a big boy, isn't he? Look at him. Oh, yes. Very big. Uh, God bless him. God bless him. Um, the uh, there's a nice bit at the end of this. Um, Medlock shared snaps of her fa- on her Facebook page before giving uh, birth, showing off her impressively sized bump. One friend wrote, "Ali is going to be a big boy." To which Jennifer replied, "He sure is." <laughs> lovely stuff, absolutely lovely stuff. Uh, a lot of news about the pet shop boys. Not so interested in that. I will be honest with you. Uh, more psychic predictions. Yes, psychic predicts uh, predictions for 2019 by man who claims he was Egyptian queen in a former life. Fucking Hartley Parkinson on it again. It, uh, he's obviously the. He must be like their psychic correspondent or something. Like, yeah, then I'll just give that one to Richard. He fucking he'll believe anything. Bless him. Uh, A man who claims he was an Egyptian queen in a former life has made a series of psychic predictions. uh, Psychotic predictions. No, psychic predictions for 2019. Uh, Nicholas Ajula, 33, claims his dreams have led him to predict outcomes of major events, including the Syrian war and the winner of The Apprentice. (laughs) His predictions know no bounds. Wow, he's dealing with with all all the big issues. Um, you can just guess, can't you? Just have a guess, and uh, if you get it right, you can predict the future. Well, you did. You predicted the future. It, look, that that is sort of how it works. If I go, oh, I'd say the sun will come up tomorrow morning. When it does, I've successfully predicted the future. Okay? That's how it works. Uh, he says he's a past life regression therapist, a hypnotherapist, and a psychic ast- astrologer. Um, he's a con man, is what he is. <laughs> Let's be honest here. He's taking money and he's just he's giving out, just dishing out lies uh, in exchange. Uh, not that far from what I do, but nevertheless, you know, I, I you know, there's no facade with me. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll call the fake news when I see it. Uh, his biggest predictions: uh, royal baby. Uh, Nicholas says that Prince Harry, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle's first child due in spring will be a girl. 50-50 chance on that one. Uh, best of luck to him. Theresa May. A lot of people have been asking me if Theresa May will stay in power. Have they? Have they really? Who, who've been asking you? LBC? Uh, I don't follow politics very closely myself, but one name keeps coming up. Philip Hammond. Right Again, you've about a one in five chance, I guess, with guessing the next Tory leader. Uh, on Brexit. I'm not seeing the end result as being positive, especially economically. So well, you'll disagree with Asparagus Woman then, won't you? One of you's what one of you's got to be right. I mean, I guess neither could be right. It could just be an absolute non-event, or it could just not happen. Neither of them have said that it's not going to happen. Uh, disasters, earthquakes in Cuba and China. Issues will issues with crops will lead to rising food prices. Uh, I think Taylor Swift's going to get married. It's nice. Nicole Kidman's going to get pregnant. Uh, Madonna will face criticism while doing charity work, and someone called Justin will face a showbiz scandal. 
Ooh. Um, oh, there's going to be an... Inf- uh, he said, uh, I've been getting the word influenza through a lot. Vaccinate your children. Um, in relation to livestock. Oh, oh dear. What, bird flu? Something like that? Cool. Whatever. I'm hard. I don't, I don't care. I'll, I'll take it all. Bring it on, mate. Bring it on. You and all your past lives. Bring all your past life ghosts with you to the nearest car park of the nearest hungry horse. And we'll fucking... We'll, we'll, we'll knuckle up on this. We'll go toe-to-toe. I don't mind. You know, I'm, I'll fight anyone. Man, woman, child, dog, animal. Animal, vegetable, mineral. I'll take you all on. I'll take you all on. Right, look, let's have this pinger. Uh, this is Pinger by Bad District. They sent it to me on SoundCloud. You can do that too if you've got uh, a record which you want me to play. And if it's good enough, I'll fucking play it. Uh, it's called Pinger. It's by Bad District. It's out now. It's a decent record. <laughs> Forget ye not about the Coffee and Memes podcast, available absolutely everywhere. Download that shit. Subscribe. Like and subscribe at the bottom, yeah. Fun thing has happened. Uh, episode 63, Tales from Sex Island thumbnail of some sexy girls on a boat ten times the amount of views on YouTube as any other video hmm by Bad District I couldn't they tell you what label it's on though I couldn't they Ping about Bad District. It's got some fighting robots on the cover. Why not? Why the fucking not? Uh, right, look, there's an article here about me and stuff. Uh, it's uh, from London on the inside, which apparently is a reputable website. Uh, it is about the event, well, the first event, well, the series of three events that I'm doing at the Hoxton Bar and Kitchen, uh, January, February and March. 
trying to untangle the riddle of mental health in the music industry. Uh, it says a festival of new masculinity is coming to Shoreditch. Mental health has been a hot topic of late and with good reason. Uh, an events group, Superculture, is teaming up with the Book of Man magazine, DJ and broadcaster, high ranking. <laughs> Someone's referred to me as a broadcaster. That must, must mean that I am. Uh, and fashion collective, Flower Up. Uh, to make sure the conversation continues, they're hosting a series of events that explore men's mental health at the Book Club and Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen. Uh, on the 13th of January, the Book Club will host a self-care brunch for dads and their kids with a screening of Indiana Jones and grooming goodies as well as the grub. That sounds like fun. Uh, High Ranking and Threshold.fm will be hosting three live podcasts on the 15th of January uh, at, and then the 12th of February and the 12th of March. Uh, at the Hoxton Square Bar and Kitchen, focused on mental health in the music industry, with guests including Eddie Temple Morris, Killer Keller, Dylan Richards, a.k.a. Dylan King Cannibal, Matt Cantor from the Freestylers, uh, Tim Exile, and also Scientific is going to be... Scientific will be on for the first one as well, and also Ben Verse, and potentially someone else. I'm just trying to lock them in. And uh, it's going to be... It's going to be good. We're going to try and get, you know try and work out a few of the things that are niggling at people or things that are going wrong and try and work out some, you know, some solutions. Now we can change this wild, wacky industry that we call our home. And, you know, I'm not looking for mass societal change. We're not going to try and overthrow the government. We're not going to try and implement this futuristic luxury sci-fi communism. Just going to hang out more, I think. Just, you know... Be nice to each other, be nice to ourselves, and uh, just try and try and cultivate a community. Anyway, yeah, so that's on the first one is on January the 15th. It's in London. Tickets are a tenner. They're on sale. You can If you go to threshold.fm and go to news, there is all the details you could ever need there, and I'm just going to be plastering the link everywhere. So do get tickets. There's only 100 capacity, and I think it's going to be – I think it'd be good. And I'll be there. We can drink booze. I'm supposed to be doing dry January, but I'll have the night off and uh, we can have some wets. And uh, Wesley Snips will come along for the ride. It'll be fine. And uh, I think Scientific's going to be dishing out hugs. Uh, so you, if you queue up in an orderly fashion, uh, he'll he'll hug. He hugs the head, though. It's very high, very high hug. Really, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's unusual. So just be prepared. Lobsters. Uh, right. Okay. Look, that's enough. Uh, that's enough housekeeping. Uh, back to the more important news. Couple trying to conceive for four years of mistakenly having anal sex. Um, this is a story about me and uh, my girlfriend. Uh, no, married couple have been trying for a baby for four years with no success, and were puzzled with what they were doing wrong. After consulting doctors, uh, the concerned couple from uh, Beijing City in China found out why they were having difficulties conceiving. They've mistakenly been having it up the bum for the entirety of their relationship. I sort of want to call bullshit here because I do th- I do feel like you'd have given the other hole a try. You know, four years, you'd have thought, let's, you know, let's branch out. Let's, let's try and keep things fresh in the sack. There's, an, there's another hole right next to the one we're currently using. Why not give that one a go? Let's have a little try on that. Oh, maybe it's not it's not quite as tight. Forget about it. It's no it's useless. <laughs> there's no need. What what do you mean we comes out of it? Gross. Yeah, Todd comes out the other look, that's just anyway. Uh discussing their medical history with um uh Dr. Lu Hongmi, the 26-year-old husband and 24-year-old wife, said they've been having sex regularly and were under pressure from their family to produce a baba. Not such a bounding, big baby boy as little uh, as Big Ali, but any sort of baba would be ideal. Intercourse was usually unusually painful for the wife, uh, leading Dr. Liu to originally believe she was suffering from some sort of gynecological disease. Well, look, you say unusually painful. If you're not, if you're not at it any other way, you've got no comparison, have you? So... My cynicism it has has peaked. However, on further inspection, it was revealed that the wife had... Uh, it gets really gross in a second. Um, it was revealed that the wife had never actually had vaginal sex. The couple had been exclusively having anal intercourse throughout their entire marriage. According to the Metro... Wow, uni lad referencing the Metro. It's the, uh, it's the coffee and memes clusterfuck. 
um, or brace yourselves for this. According to the Metro, Dr. Hong Mi, uh, who found she could fit three fingers inside the wife's anus, said, four years of marriage and neither the husband nor wife knew how to get pregnant. Couples so lacking in general knowledge are very rare, uh, but it's not uncommon for people to lack or have misconceptions regarding sexual knowledge. Dr. Liu gave them both a much-needed sex-ed handbook. I wonder if it's like that 1970s, The Joy of Sex, with the dude with the big beard, and they're just, like, it's just body hair, so you can, it just looks like two bloody Sasquatches having sex. It's ridiculous. More more hair than is, is reasonably required. Um, before sending them back to their confused love nest. Cool. Uh, happily, this much-needed dose of sex education appeared to work a treat, and the young, and the lully, lully, lully young couple are now expecting their first child. Deeply grateful for the good doctor's intervention, the couple sent her a gift of 100 eggs and a live hen. That is lovely stuff. There'll be some real heartwarming moments on Coffee and Memes today when uh, the friend of uh, Jennifer, who birthed the big-eared baby boy, said, he's going to be a big one. And she said, I think he is. Oh, lovely stuff. God, people should send out gifts like that more often to, you know, maybe a social worker or uh, a traffic warden that let you off. Uh, you get back and like, oh, well, okay, two more minutes and I'm about to have given you a ticket. I mean, didn't want to, but, you know, you were, you were parked in an ambulance uh, bay and you have been blocking the A&E uh, for over two hours now. Like, oh, thanks. Thanks for, not forgive- thanks for not giving me a ticket. I'll send you 100 eggs and a live hen. Oh, lovely stuff. I'll, I'll have that for my tea. Anyway, more people chime in about this rather ridiculous case and uh, yeah, that's that. Model on oral sex talk cancels after being mauled by dog. What the fuck? Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll save that for tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, no, go on, let's do it now. But I feel like it might be old, though. Oh, they're not dating stuff. Unilad, not dating their articles. Very clever. Um, model on oral sex tour cancels after being mauled by dog. That's unfortunate. An Italian model who was on an oral sex tour has been attacked by a dog in the face. Right. Thus cancelling all her endeavours. Attacked by a dog in the face. Okay. Um, uh, Paola Salino was left with horrific nose and mouth injuries after being mauled by the mutt at a mate's Halloween party on October the 28th. Um, that's rough. Uh, the injuries have forced her to postpone the remainder of her tour. What, what is this? Uh, oh, yeah, that is unfortunate. Um, what is this oral sex tour? I want to hear more about this. Uh, she told The Sun... Uh, Pompator is still going. I mean, Pompator actually is my lifestyle. Uh, it's my way to be free. The doctor suggested me not doing big movements with my mouth for several months, uh, reducing physical activity of my face to help it heal better, but I'm supposed to be going around dishing out gob jobs like they're sweets, and this is, quite frankly, the last thing I need. After all I've learned from this experience, I've decided that my blowjobs can wait for now, and my decision is to care for my health and heal my face. Um... I- I, I'm just very confused about this. Uh, her Instagram is insta underscore uh, Paulina, which is P-A-O-L-I-N-A, and from the looks of things, that is fairly saucy. She said, it started, uh, I started to put it on, look, I, anyway, look, I've had enough of this. I've had enough. Right, come on, look, guys, hey, seriously, to play us out, uh, let's have, let's have uh, Mub Drub by Mean Teeth. Um, there was another one of those Stormer little few weeks back that I liked. And this is uh, this is no exception. Uh, mud rub. Dreadful artwork, though I must say. Sorry, but um, looks like a sort of GCSE art project. Well, it just looks like clip art. Um, yeah, poor show. Sorry, guys. Great tune though. That's what counts, isn't it?
Right, y'all. Thank you all very much for tuning in to the first show of the year. Woo! Feels good to be back. This just leaves me time to shout out the VIP list. Look, thank you so much to everyone, each and everyone that's been supporting on Patreon. You're wonderful, wonderful people. Thanks to everyone that have been reviewing the apps in the App Store, the Threshold iPhone app, the Threshold Android app, giving it five-star reviews. You're wonderful folks. Thanks to the people who've been giving the podcast five-star reviews. Thanks to those who've been sharing the YouTube videos, spreading the good word, just generally being bad motherfuckers. So this is a list of people supporting on Patreon for $10 a month or more. If you want your name on this list, just head on over to their Patreon. You can go support the station on the website, and that will give you a link there. If you don't want to use Patreon, some people have been expressing an interest that they don't want to use it, but they do want to donate. There is also details for pay- normal PayPal donations uh, there. Um, there are some, yeah, people are having issues with uh, the Patreon. However, I must shout out Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, CR and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Band Thunderbolt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelback, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, and Ryan Glazer. What a bunch of bad motherfuckers. Thank you very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone that's buying buying merch from the Threshold.fm store. I'll get some different, fun, exciting mugs or something else interesting and a few more t-shirts up very soon. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for your continued support. It genuinely means the world to me. Thank you to everyone that sent messages uh, around Christmas after the other show um, with their own stories uh, about tough ups and downs they'd had this year i very much empathize with you all and i am here to support and entertain in any way i can i enjoy it and as long as you keep enjoying it we'll fucking keep riding this crazy train tonight at 8 p.m scientific is in with his scientific fm he's got a roundup of his favorite tunes of 2018 that is at 8 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, all aboard with Duff, live and direct with some of the finest new shoe throwers. You'll have a goddamn here. Uh, no Rankins Records this week, but that will be back next Thursday. Um, and good fucking times, guys. Good fucking times. It's an excellent year to be alive. It's an excellent part of human history. There's never been more opportunity. There's never been more wonderment, more excitement, more fucking decent shit going on so get out there be good to yourself work out set yourself some new year's goals you know give up smoking i don't know give up being a twat i'm trying i'm doing my best and you know eat some decent food work out find a project find some meaning start a community build a house paint a self-portrait hug your mum hug your missus hug your mister hug your lobsters just keep fighting a good fight Don't let your memes be dreams. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 10am. God bless y'all.